about Trying to figure out what it's all about Excellentialist Am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know I don't know I don't know Spending time all alone Sending my songs through the phone Dreaming of a better home We while focused on trying to hone This craft Witchcraft I hope the brujas Let this last That was the great sounds of Watts with Outside on WNHH LP 103.5 FM New Haven. Myself, Prestige, with my partner in crime, Long Island Raised, Elm City Made, EZ Blues is in the building. Easy Blues, you are better with introductions more than me. Who do we have with us today on Behind the Brand? Ladies and gentlemen, we talk about art on this show often, and, and we talk about being able to take everything we see in this world and all that pain and all that heartbreak and all that love and all that joy and funneling it through the prism of your artistic heart and then projecting it onto the world itself. And today I am honored, blessed and privileged to have someone that actually can do that from a visual point of view. If you have not seen the documentaries, if you have not seen the awards that this human being has been up for and has held on to, you are merely lost. And what is the most incredible thing? I met this man at Edge of the Woods and I only <laughs> knew him as an incredible human being. And from that point, just put your hands together for the amazing Travis Carbonella. How are you doing, brother? Man, that was that was a real fantastic intro. I gotta tell you, he's really good at that. <laughs> he's definitely amazed with that. He knows he's good at this now. Oh my god! I mean, like, but like before, <laughs> like he was skeptical, but now, like, he's on it. Like he's on it. I just give him what you give me. He flips it around and just wow. it, it just makes this masterpiece. He's really good at intros. I, I keep on telling you. This is not about me. This is Travis's interview. It is about him. About you me just tomorrow. Him. You just did this. You made him smile, man, feel good about himself in like two seconds. This wow. was about him. It still is about him. <laughs> Travis, thanks for being on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. Um generic question why did you want to do this what made this be your passion why did you want to choose being directing in video and going into that world uh i, th I think i think i would leverage like I, I really i really love storytelling and i love the artistic side of it so um i think i get that i think i get the storytelling from my father and i think i get the artistic side from my mother and so i think uh, i think those are, those are the main two components and then there are other factors about how it came to be, but I think those two things funneled into then using media as, as that tool to, to funnel that. So I think that's, that, that at the core, that's where I'm at. Ease your fingers up, go right ahead. I'm not gonna stop you. Well, no, I, I absolutely love the fact that that was the answer because um, my one of my favorite um, filmmakers, directors, and even, you know, writers, uh, Kevin Smith has says it all the time, you know, the only thing that we have that's original is our own story. And, you know, go out there and tell your own story. And Travis, you actually are able to not only tell your story because you are, you know, you are entrenched in, in every area that you get into, but you're able to tell other people's stories um, by doing documentaries, which is a whole nother um, incredible art form. Now, which do you prefer? Do you prefer to be more 
I'm going to create this universe or I'm going to show the beauty of the universe that's already created? The second, yeah, I think the, the, the um, uh, like I just, I just, my, my intention is that I really like seeing things as they unfold naturally and then, you know, just capturing that. So yeah, I think when you were speaking about like things that already exist and then I'm just kind of capturing as they unfold and then mm -hmm. through, through my own lens, but yeah. Yeah, because I don't write scripts and I don't do too much pre-production. I like to kind of figure really? out the story. I like to figure out the story like in the interview. I know, I know usually I always know like what, what I'm looking for or in the sense of like, you know, of course like questions, but the biggest part of like how I structure is like through the interview process and then talking to folks and, and in that process, that's when the story comes out. I kind of just like leave it open and then figure it out in the conversation. And then, yeah, so that's, that's the structure of it for me. I like it, but also when I'm filming live, like things that are happening in real time, I really like that. I like, there's no bigger drama than real life and you can't script it. So. Tell me about your first video project. What was that like for you? My first, uh, whew, that would be, I would say, okay, so a couple come to mind, but I would say like, if you define, define like first video project, cause there's like the first video that I made as a kid. There's a first, my actual first freelance gig. There's actual like, first freelance gig. Let's go there. Yeah. Okay. So that was 2013. Mm. And that was the first time I would, I got a, um, I, I got a gig um where i had to submit a w uh, a w9 wow Before that i was just like listen i'll do this video for you for like 60 bucks or this for like 50 <laughs> bucks, you know and um but then so then i uh i was creating i was creating these series called who knows we know and and somebody saw that and that was like just um grassroots organizers on the scene um speaking to camera and I made a, you know, kind of formulated it and like put it out on YouTube. And this is kind of early days of like social, kind of social narratives being mm -hmm. created in like a short form. There were, it wasn't like, you know, like AJ plus and a bunch of stuff where news is doing stuff like short form. This is kind of before that. So I wanted to get, you know, people talking about like what they were doing on the street um, in the sense of organizing and then put that out. So it's kind of shareable on social media. And then somebody saw that, Chris Randall saw that and then recommended me for this job for the community foundation. And then it was, they were doing the, their annual report and then they wanted a video to kind of highlight people kind of sharing what, like what, what they loved about the area. And so we went to like five different towns in the greater New Haven area film that and then but that was my first gig in 2013 that was a big deal for me because like I still had to buy I didn't have all the equipment <laughs> definitely was like you know borrowing equipment buying equipment like the day before like the day of the shoot and you know the kind of that hustle of like just when you're not prepared still saying yes um just to now at that point did you realize your value Oh God, no, that, that takes so much 100% not. Yeah, that takes, I think that's the one thing I tell anybody who freelances, I said the, the biggest lesson you're gonna learn is um, the questions you ask about yourself and how you, 
how you per, uh, and it's all about value and, and your own worth. And that is like the, the biggest, um, the biggest hurdle when it comes to freelance, but it's also your biggest, you know, one of your biggest teachers and like, um, you really learn a lot about yourself, but a lot comes out about your either relationship with money, past with it, um, and things that you still hold on to. So you can agree with that easy. Oh yeah, no, I think it's 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 honestly some of the most honest stuff that's out there, and, it, and some of the stuff that we as as artists forget about so so super quick, and especially when you can get so entrenched in the art itself, um, yeah. you know, where and there is that that um, that kind of artist culture of you know that la, la bohemian culture of like I only need what I need to exist, and then you realize how much it costs to exist. <laughs> um and and you start to get like you start to really rethink things um and as you continue to grow that kind of evolves with you and and almost evolves with your art as long as i think with myself in particular as long as it doesn't influence the art for me and that's from a, just a complete creative aspect you know i'm not doing this just to make a buck you know i'm still trying to to, to do that i think it becomes the most freeing but Man, man, it is shattering when you realize, like, you know, I'm looking at a, a, a in an $800 wireless microphone, and you know, I'm just happy everyone in my house is fed. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, totally. I mean, it takes a long time to build up to build up equipment, but it's uh, the consistency of it. You know, you, you'll you'll be able to like pick up stuff on the way, and then uh, that's kind of just that's what happened with me, where in the sense of, you know, it took. Takes, it take, definitely takes a while to get all the equipment that you need, especially to like produce video. Um, and you kind of just make it work in the beginning. You see if, you can, if there's equipment that you can borrow here or somebody took something there. And then uh, eventually with the consistency, you're able to like purchase your own. And so, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's the other thing too, is when you do want to borrowing, you know, that, that stuff and you, you're able to, you then start to see how much more it can add to your art. And now that thing you didn't really know you needed now becomes a focal point. Like, okay, I have to do this, 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 and this to get up the, the things to own this. Because once I own this part, it's going to make my job easier on this end and it'll be you know even better. Or, wow, this, this one particular filter, it was just so flipping beautiful. I have to make sure I can get that lens or I can you know find that proper color correct program and, and you know all those things really do help and do, make your life easier so yeah it's it's a blessing and a curse <laughs> it's would, that wonderful rabbit hole i would also say there's like a line or two where you're like okay am i just expecting myself to get this equipment because it's like the latest thing out or do i mm -hmm. need it? and I, i've gone through that where i just use i always use like a really simple shoulder rig and i like shooting from that i like shooting from that. i like the positioning that i can get from it then i would press myself oh i gotta get you know something motorized and then i would buy it and then i would be like well i don't even like shooting with this and i right. would get it because i i would feel the pressure of like oh i just gotta stay up current but really everything is just a tool for your own for what for what and why you create i'm not doing this to be uh, you know tech savvy but i'm doing this mm -hmm. to tell a story so if it's if it's in the presence of like it'll help me tell tell a story but if it's not then i don't you know i can stay with the equipment that i have but 
I think I think there's a line there, but I do mm-hmm. what you're saying. Yeah, no, and and I I love and I hope that everyone that is listening right now and everyone watching this on 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 the Facebook and the YouTubes and all that takes goes back and listens to that section. You know, there is always going to be that industry to be like the Joneses. I need this latest aspect of it. You know, I need the iPhone 14 because it's massively important. And it's like a step above what you were using before. And you want to, it's one of being a waste, you know, it then sits there. And then when you try to do the resale value of that, you're getting half the value you initially invested. Um, and it just, it can become just a monster. So, yeah. you know, the art and, and I love that you literally said, if it helps me tell the story, if it adds to the story, then it's necessary. Yeah. That is the part that I hope everyone is writing down and goes, yeah. goes back to. And then we, like the, the biggest investment is also like, not necessarily with equipment, but like how I'm taking care of myself because mm-hmm. for the work to like really translate, you know, I'm just uh, using kind of like whatever, like uh, how, how should I like, I think it's more important like that I'm taking care of myself sometimes or more importantly than like necessarily the equipment that I have because um, so much of, of the work is the kind of relationship that I have or that I'm building in the moment, you know, mm-hmm. with the person that's like on camera or like mm-hmm. the conversation. And if I'm at my best, then that resonates um, with the person that I'm working with and, and, and that can be more important than uh, and some some of the equipment that I have sometimes, and yeah, a lot of times, a lot of it is just the investment in yourself too, because you got to mm-hmm. help, especially with um, this type of work. And and that's and that's so huge. And and I again, I hope people are writing this down and really understanding, you know, what was just said there, where you have, you know, us as creatives, we forget that we are the instrument as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if like, if you were a musician and your guitar breaks a string, you change the string. Yeah, um, but we forget that the human body can break down and I'm, I yeah. am one of the biggest, <laughs> I am one of the biggest offenders there. I, you know, I was forced to wind up getting back surgery because I didn't take care of myself well enough, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so really, I hope that people are really listening to what you just said there, um, and holding that close, you know, the most important thing is taking care of yourself so you can connect because that's the key with art and that art that lasts forever is it builds a connection. And whether it's that connection from, you know, the interviewer to the interviewee, the connection from, you know, the subject to the storyteller or the connection from the story to the audience, that's still a very human connection and you need to be able to take care of that human being. Um, So again, thank you for that. Oh God, yeah. Definitely. Thank you for that. WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven, myself, Prestige, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City Made, EZ Blues is in the building. We got videographer Travis Carbonello with us on Behind the Band. Travis, what have been your favorite stories to tell in New Haven? Mm, uh, favorite I think, you know, I think my favorite stories were ones that kind of happened like spontaneously. And I, and I don't typically like um, have the room to like create those as much anymore. Um, but like, I think maybe like around 2015, 16, maybe 16, mm-hmm. I was like, if I was like maybe headed to a shoot and I would see someone 
and kind of just talk to them. And that kind of like just fine 80 with my camera and creating those type of videos. Um, really love the magic that like happens in that moment and like how the way that a camera can really like be a door opener into like um, into like uh, somebody's life or I could, you know, you could spark up a conversation if you have a, a, a camera and I think kind of creating those, 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 those like little like slice of life videos that weren't planned. Um, I think those would be some of my, my favorite really like it really like it really like humbles you and to connect with a stranger is like it's, mm -hmm. it's a lot. I mean if you think about how bold it is to like talk to somebody that you don't know it's a lot it's a lot energetically it's just a, it's a it's a lot it's not easy and I think kind of pushing myself to do that just to kind of push those waters just for myself I think um there's some of my my favorite things to to create in like this in the document just kind of like you know on the spots and you know spontaneity videos like that so i made you a bit of people person yeah yeah that and that, and that, that goes into like about the investment in yourself you got to like mm -hmm. you know if you're you know to be a people person it's a lot and it takes a lot out of you too but um you gotta take care of yourself so you can show up at your best self. How much were you a people person during the wind down in CT? I think it was like on uh, Whaley Avenue. Everybody looked at they were having fun dancing. There was like a little band there behind the liquor store. And it was just like good time. Everybody was just enjoying themselves in New Haven. It was great to see. I yeah. saw all the pictures that you did. It was wonderful. Tell me about that experience. How much fun did you have? A ton of fun, I think. And then also like some of the, the being a part of that is also some of my favorite. Mm -hmm. When you when you're asking like what is like at first I thought about like the the wind down and then I then I went yeah. more into the spine eighty videos but so they're kind of both similar in the sense of like what I'm mm -hmm. excited about and like uh, some of the projects but like so so wind down is 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 um so two of my best friends put that together Tama and and Lauren mm -hmm. and and I, I I help with whatever way that I can and then so um, I'm definitely like always there to document. And uh, the last one was on in Westville mm -hmm. that closed off Central Lab. Yeah. And uh, man, they did such a good job like organizing that. And it was like, you know, they held like a great space. The lineup of musicians were, was fantastic. There was about over 500 people there. And like, you know, the Neighborhood Association helped with like, you know, with like helping with certain things to get that off the ground um with like Wobra and just like pulling in different partners they did a really good job of like setting up that space so um that's that's like something that i'm like really excited about and like Word. yeah yeah Word, that's cool yeah yeah that's definitely cool yeah. <laughs> it was it's good now yeah. I've been reading, you did some projects on uh, social justice and just activism. Uh, tell me some about those projects. And was it by yourself doing that when you were just out there or did you have a team? Um, you, and what you like, when you're talking about specifically or just anytime? Just like any, any topic, Aaron, cause I've been reading 
I haven't like read on some of the projects, but I'm reading that yeah. you have been doing a lot of stuff on Activision. Yeah. But, like, a lot of people really can't do that by themselves when it comes to filming. They need like a whole, you know, yeah. crew and staff. I, I would say like, um, so my first, my first job, mm. my first like real job in the sense of like um, real meaning like, um, um, like using like a job in like in video. Yeah. Um, for me was um in New Haven it was with Youth Rights Media like 2009 and I think mm -hmm. and um that was um you know uh, like teaching kids like young people how to use media as a tool for advocacy and like within that scope of work too like I met a lot of people that were like organizing doing like social justice work on the ground and so mm -hmm. When that ended, I, I had relationships, so I was able to um, stay connected to, to like groups and people who were, who were doing that work. And so I, I feel like then I built um, trust and, and like access points. Cause then I realized like um, a lot of this work is all about access. So like, you know, right. if, if like say someone is seeking sanctuary inside the church, you know, like you need to be you need to like have access to get into that mm -hmm. so you could like make a video that can then highlight and strengthen the work that, that an organization is doing to help this person so i think um i've never like um just kind of always been like in the sense of like uh the production like i've always been by myself where i, I would shoot and then cut and then put it out in in, a, in, a, in an attempt to like help strengthen the message or the things that people were doing but yeah it's, it's always kind of it's always been by myself in the sense of production easy your fingers up go right ahead buddy well no i actually i wanted to just touch base a little bit and kind of explore um some what you said there because mm -hmm. i really want that to, for people to hit home and i can i can attest for this because i i, I know you I've seen you in many different environments. We, we, we run in some of the same spaces and every time we look at each other and be like, hey, haven't seen you in so long. It's one of the coolest experiences of my life. I'll be honest with you. Um, being able to gain access and to gain access authentically. Mm -hmm. You know, you have developed these relationships because you showed up. You mm -hmm. showed up not because you were trying to fill out out an application not because you were trying to boost a resume you showed up because you believed in the people that and you believed in you know the cause itself and you did what was necessary there um and stepped up and because of that you're able to build relationships and able to grow from there and from there you're able to tell their story one of the most important things when telling someone else's story is you need to earn the trust and you need, it needs to be on a real level so you can truly get to know somebody and i want to commend you for that and give you the flowers for being a really amazing and organic human being. And because of that, you're able to tell these great stories. And I wanna, like I said, give you those flowers now. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Cause um, yeah, everything you said is, is, is uh, accurate in, in that sense. Like, um, yeah, I think it, it does take a lot to build trust and it does have to happen organically and you do have to um, do it without any, any, you're not doing it for anything in return. Um, but just because it's like a service, I feel like there's a service that I can like provide. So, um, and so um, it's always been off, off the strength of that. And then 
yeah, that, but yeah, I appreciate you um, saying that. Yeah. To live better, we must live united, a PSA for, uni for United Way of a Greater New Haven. Tell me about that project. That was, that was a, a project. Um, uh, I, I worked, you know, I've done different jobs with the United Way, and that was like a, a mm -hmm. camp studio that they did. And I, I went out and shot um, most of it. And then um, my friend Peter, who worked there, then submitted that to like the regional Emmy. So, you know, that, that was, um, yeah, that was one that, and then they, 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 they were able to like, you then cut it. But yeah, that was one I did with a friend of mine, Peter, who's not with United Way anymore, but mm -hmm. used to be, yeah. How'd it feel getting the Emmy nomination for it? For like, I think it's always nice to like, for the regional Emmys, like it's nice to, um, have things submitted i think i think like a lot of like the the awards like at, they're like two things they're like you know mm -hmm. um, uh there's something that's like kind of bs about it because like you gotta like pay all this money to be a part of it wow yeah like like you gotta or if you can't pay for it you gotta like have a have a waiver like i i tried to submit something to like the webby awards right and it's like four mm -hmm. bucks Wow, that's crazy. So, you know what I mean? So like wow. I, I asked him for like a waiver. I was like, I did this other video like off the strength, like independently, like I can't pay this, but I want, but then it's like, you also kind of need like those titles because not uh -huh. need is a, strong, a word I don't like to, I don't like to use, but those titles um, provide like public validation, right? So then, right. then like uh -huh. immediately like, you're like the public value goes up, right? If you like have mm -hmm. like prestigious and awards. So like a lot of it's like um uh like a show, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like a uh, mm -hmm. um uh a popularity contest and then the other side is like mm -hmm. perception. So it's like, you know, you just you just kind of take it for what it's it like is. like a seesaw. It's like a seesaw, right? Yeah. It's like a seesaw. Like at the end of the day, it's not about the award. It's about the message you're trying to give to the people. And then at the other end, that award might give you an opportunity to something else that may give you to better, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's, 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 it, it is, it's the seesaw. It's just kind of mm -hmm. like, like the game of it all. Like, you know, this will like raise my like public perception, mm -hmm. which will like, you know, raise my value. On the other side, it's like a popularity contest, a fundraiser, you know, it's like uh, kind of, there's like, you know, whatever that like helps, like that could be like some, some like BS about it, but like, yeah, I think it's just, it's a, it's just like a seesaw. It's nothing like, you know, it's not, it doesn't like woo you or take you out of what you're doing. It's just, yeah. Do you deal with a lot of egos in what you do? It, in the work that I see, I'm in a, you know, I'm in like a, my, my focus with my work is, yeah, is, is like, um, is, um, there's not, there's not too many people that I feel like focus on, 
there's a lot of different avenues when it comes to video, you know? And so I feel, mm-hmm. I feel like with the, the, the avenue that I focus on, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think there's a lot of egos. I think people generally like, if, you have a, if I have a question, I, there's some, this is a hard one for me to answer. Cause I, I, okay. I yeah. feel, I don't, there's not, there's a lot of this in New Haven. There's like a handful of people that I know that do video. I feel like, mm-hmm. They're all cool. Everybody kind of does their own kind of the specific thing, you know, and mm-hmm. and so yeah. More people tend to stand and stay in their lane, but like as far as working together, it's more united when it comes to just your professional field. Well, I guess you know, there's there's certain people that I call on, like I call on like my brother right. Mike. Mike does like audio, and so like I'll call on him for like uh, for like second camera and like audio, and, and he's great. And then like you know, I think just being in Westville, you get like uh, you're connected with a bunch of artists. So like there's, I'm at Lava Studio, and you know Luke is a master lighter, and, and Missy's a like you know a master at like direction and 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 like you know, watching them to work and then if I'm able to work with them in collaboration. And, and so there's, there's, but there's a bunch of people like that in Westville where, so they might not do video, but they do other aspects of creation that can then be pulled in at different times, or you learn a lot from folks. So I feel like in that sense, you know, being in Westville, I feel like that is like the best kind of like library because you're with like a bunch of different people that do different mediums and um, you get to learn from each other all the time because uh, there's a strong community here of like, of, 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 you know, of that and people are always creating, so. Definitely, easy yeah. your fingers up, all you. <laughs> well, no, that's the thing is, is you know, to kind of expound upon that j- just, just a little bit, you know, you in, in this industry and especially in the community that you're in, because this is, I say it all the time with New Haven in particular, it's a very it's a it's a big it's a big city small community type of feel um you know and here in particular it matches your energy so when you go into it thinking you're egotistical and 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 that's coming from like again the musician point of view where there was moments i came into the industry you know in new haven egotistical and i got matched with that energy it was when i then started to unpack that and really build upon the artistic aspect of it and understand that there's a community out there instead of being in constant competition that will grow together and learn together. And that's what a community is for. So I, I will say it's definitely, it's matching matching that community. And like, as per the awards and stuff that you, that you were talking talking about, it, that really does, it adds, it adds to the resume and even like those nominations for, for like the popular popularity contests, you know, award type of things, those nominations mean more than the award itself in those times, because then you can put on a thing or like, for example, not to name drop, but, you know, we were just nominated for, you know, a New England Music Award for Best uh, Punk Act of 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a popularity contest from here on out. People are going to vote. They're going to vote. They're going to vote the way they want to vote. And I'm not telling them how to vote, but if you vote Shane Penguin, it's a good day. Um, you know, but what I, what I will see, you know, the fact that we were nominated and the fact that now we can say we're a New England Music Award nominee. Right. 
exactly. that bumped it, us a little bit different of a level. It's the, the door is now $6 instead of five. You know what I mean? And, and, and that's, it's a beautiful thing. Right. It's an easy sell. Like people just see that mm -hmm. really, but for me, what it is, you, you're just like, like gaining trust. You're just gaining public trust when you, when you could mm -hmm. list that and then automatically like you you I feel like with any brand anything it's about trust and so like the, the more things you could list off is like the more trustworthy you become it's an easier sell so uh, that's that that's the way I look at that kind of stuff too just like yeah. how I'm building trust definitely yeah tell me about the work you did with local 34 uh local 34 I've been doing work with them um my work primarily with them is like, so when they have like a rally, mm -hmm. they'll, you know, give me a holler and, and then see if I could like make a video that turn turns like, uh, what, you know, the, to really capture the spirit of the rally. And then, you know, I think videos are a good way to, you know, continue momentum. And so, first started working with them I did I just did and this is kind of more in the this is in the era of my spontaneity spontaneity videos spontaneity mm -hmm. videos when I was like kind of just going out and filming stuff and so I filmed they had a rally and this is when Instagram first went to you can only do 15 seconds mm -hmm. of video so I yeah. went I did it and then I, I was like pressing pressing myself how to like create a story a video in 15 seconds so like I, I t and then I made three I made four of them I think yeah and so I took the rally made four different videos within in the 15 second slot and then it like just kind of really held up the energy and the spirit of it and they kind of just um we've been working since then together but that first one was really like I was there I had my camera and it was more of like a test of, of me to like how do I tell this story in 15 seconds? Like, how can I tell a story in 15 seconds? And so I did, I did, and, and I made four, like I said, four of those. And then um, without like it being too fast, you don't want to like have it too yeah. where you're losing people's, you're making like people confused, but you got to keep it at a certain speed. So that that's with Local 34, with them, that's, that's where it started. A lot of people think it's so easy to make those 15 to 20 second reels. It can be hard, especially because you're really trying to get someone's attention. Easy. You would know what your TikToks, right? And then mm -hmm. stuff you do on Instagram, like you're trying oh, to get yeah. that one person's attention. And it, it could just really hard because out those two to three seconds, they can just go right to something else. Yeah. So a yeah. lot of people think it's easy. It could be really hard. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and also like it's easier for someone like me who's literally doing it for spits and giggles mm -hmm. and, and, you know, trying to make some just trying to make somebody laugh or in some cases trying to tick people off um, or, you know, hi highlight to, to certain causes that need to be highlighted. Um, and, you know, I'm as I tell people, follow, unfollow, don't care. Um, <laughs> you know, so it's easier for me when you're, we're sitting there and have to tell a story and only have that 15 seconds. And, and it's so cool because, again, talking kevin smith literally just talked about this like two months ago um where you know when he started out you know telling stories you know and doing it through a film aspect you know he needed an hour and a half 
to tell the story properly when he's seeing these people do this stuff on like TikTok or Instagram stories that are 15 seconds and being able to tell that story, yeah. you know, he's like, they're my heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is, it is such a, such a thing to kind of do because you're doing everything so quick. And now they're even saying like, from a consumer point of view, they're now cutting that 15 seconds to, you know, get to the meat in 7.5 seconds. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really. yeah. <laughs> like my head will hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's really interesting. It's really, really interesting. It's interesting on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven, myself, Prestige, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City May nominated EZ Blues is in the building on Behind the Brand. We got Travis Carbonella with us. Um, one of my favorite products you did on Local 34 was the Yale New Haven banner that was like on the street. And it was like a whole bunch of people just like paying the man, just getting together. Like that was just an insane just place just to be in at that time and just like a great environment. Tell me everything just about that experience, just a little bit. That that, that one was the um, so the, the purpose of that one is like they mm. uh, they wanted to document visually like the amount of Yale's endowment and then the the um the amount of money that is the um that uh Yale um, gives the city mm-hmm. every year, and I think and it's an it's an important visual because um, so much of the like you know a lot of city resources are, are lost because Yale dominates so much um, property, and um, uh, they don't have to pay property tax. So I think they're just documenting the the. The sense of their wealth, and then this, and then and comparing it to the lack of resources that then are provided um, within that space. So, like the red line, the red line was like the, uh, the the contribution, and that went like two feet. And then the the blue line, which was the endowment, went a block and a half. So um, that was the that was the union's. Um, um, uh, display on, on like just kind of visually showing mm-hmm. that yeah because I think it's it's easier to, for people to understand visually than it is kind of like if they hear it or read about it oh, definitely well stuff and, and that, oh go oh, ahead sorry. well you know that's that's really the, the thing is is you know we and it's it's amazing that we that people are out there telling these stories and it's amazing that people are out there and doing that because if not it's very simple to be lost in print it's very simple to be lost in a pr spin because that's what a pr is supposed to do um you know so when they're like well they do this but in comparison to what they're taking it's not fair yeah Um, you know and and making a promise and following through with a promise are yeah. two different things. And if we don't have, you know, artists like yourself and activists like other people that are out there, you know, documenting and holding them accountable for not following through with a simple promise, mm-hmm. you know, the, it can easily get lost because yeah. anyone who's been a parent, if you give a child an inch, they take a yard and it's the same thing when we don't hold people accountable. Yeah, don't hold them accountable. If they take an inch, they're going to take a yard. So thank you for 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 doing that. It's important. I think I think so much gets like um so much gets normalized 
especially within like systems, you know, you don't, it's, it's, you're, you're born into a system and then it gets you kind of normalized your way into li like living into it. But um, there is so much that gets normalized that that's, that really, I don't know if, if, if it was broken down or understood completely, maybe we, it wouldn't be so normalized and or like um, tolerated. But I think a lot of that is like, how do you break that down in a way that's understandable and and also like um, palpable, you know, because it, it's complex. The systems are complex and and the power dynamics are, are you know, complex in their own way. But like, yeah, I think I think, yeah, how do you how do you kind of unnormalize it by just, you know, kind of just like showing it for what it is. But yeah. Tell me about your trip in India. Look, you had so much fun. All right. Yeah. So that that was that was the first time I was out of the country. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. And my buddy Anthony Carlo was going on this trip and I was like, you know what? I'm going. I'm going with you. And I was just kind of like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, it was the first time I like allowed myself to take time off of like off of like any type of work. I did bring my camera and I learned a lot when I was there, but that was like, um, that was a, that was a powerful trip. That was like, you know, some of the best experience of my life. And yeah, the one thing that I did learn there is that in this kind of, we were talking about this earlier, but in the sense of, um, people show up how you show up. And so mm. like, there was a, a okay. there was a language barrier and I couldn't ask anybody if they, I couldn't ask them if they were like their photo, but I could do it with, body language and I could do it with eye contact. And so, uh, yeah. Okay. And, and so if I did it where I was like unsure about it, then they were unsure about it. Mm -hmm. But if I did it, but if I did, if I did it with confidence, then they were confident. And so there's a video, a montage video. That's like a linear kind of visual description of, of like the trip. Everything happens like in, in, in real time, like all the shots happened in chronological order. And I, I made that video um, and a lot of it is just people's um, kind of that, that moment of like people looking at the camera and the camera looking back. And, and so a lot of it is just like um, people looking straight to camera and that some of my favorite, some of my favorite work um, is that video with that, the, but like the most stuff when he says song behind it and but just the the, the visuals of, of like folks looking into the camera and i learned a big lesson with that one a couple folks i saw looking to the camera of a video you know because i was multitasking um i can't i'm going to pronounce this name wrong i already know i'm going going to for a fact uh saraju education project if that's how you say it but um, it looked like you had a great connection with those kids. And I, and I assume that was in India. Oh, wait, wait. You, I don't know. Is that one, um, was that in that, in that video or was that the Ecuador video? Um, it probably, probably was the Ecuador video, but I, but I assumed it was India. It, I assumed it was in India because I could I be wrong. I want to be corrected. That first name's not ringing any bells to me, but right. Not when I was in India, Tony knew, Tony had been there before and he like made connections with folks. And so he was, 
he had friends that worked up in the school. Maybe the school was called mm. like in that video. We're like at a school for a moment, but then there's another video with like a school project. Like it was a project with young people. That's why I'm like, is it was it the Sandeep Rana ring a bell? Sandeep, yes. Yeah. Okay, so that was Tony's friend. Gotcha. That in his school. The only reason I thought it was the other one was because uh-huh. we collaborated with like a, a school in Ecuador. Oh, okay. And Quajo made a mural and saw so I was like, mm-hmm. Quajo. Yeah, Quajo yeah. was talking about that. Uh-huh. Man, that was awesome. like the most powerful experience going to Ecuador. And um, and like I, I made like a, like a short, you know, like a 20 minute. That's like long. That's the longest on my end of like work, but short in the sense of like a, a documentary, but like a short like doc like piece that kind of just documented our time there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that also is like some of my favorite stuff too. Like, um, because like so much of my work is like messaging, and like mm-hmm. I like when it's not. There was no message in that video. It was just like we it was just like I was just documenting like what was happening like in real time and um the process of the mural being made and like some of the relationships being had and and kind of I kind of take that as like a uh, like meditative. It's just kind of like a meditative practice. You're not really like pushing like any type of agenda. It's just like things that are you just you're just documenting and, and, and creating something that just just that just happened yeah it's a, it's a great unexplainable feeling it is yeah that was that was, <laughs> that, that was, awesome. that was really powerful fortunate to like be able to like yeah have these trips not like really fortunate for like the friends in my life and like mm-hmm. that like you know have the like that create these worlds in the sense of like that I'm able to like join and and be a part of it's pretty cool yeah what's really cool to see is that you uh capture uh children well when it comes to your filmmaking um I saw a little uh shorts uh just before this interview of you with the New Haven Public Library and just uh capturing those little kids especially on social media day and just like Mm -hmm. just telling them and being excited um how powerful is your connection just with the future of the city? Just talking to kids, learning about their stories and just like highlighting them in a positive way. And that, that's actually, that, that, that series was some of my favorite series. Mm-hmm. The, the one for the, the public libraries and we went to every branch, I went to every branch and shot. Right. And um, I think, I think, you know, I think uh, I'm real silly and like my connection, <laughs> like I'm like, I'm like, um, you know, people consider me like a big kid sometimes. So I feel. I can relate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like, like kind of like, um, mm-hmm. pull like, like pull this energy out of like, um, of, of like, like whoever I'm filming and, and like that Fair Haven video with that like young that like that that boy that was like talking about why he loves the Fair Haven Library, <laughs> but that video was really mm-hmm. sweet and he like does this like little freestyle and he got this big laugh and it was just like, I, is that did you see that one? 
Um, I didn't I didn't see that when I saw the social media day and the one you were at the downtown library. I didn't see the Fairhaven one. Oh, the downtown library yeah. you too with the uh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the one I saw. I love that video. Um, <laughs> I, I really do that series of videos. I really like um really love that series and that that series was able to like they put that in uh, for like an up up for an award for like best digital yeah, nice. like the Connecticut libraries and, and it was like able to win that um but that was a fun series I but I think I think my connection it just kind of exists in that moment mm-hmm. beyond that like th- there's but that moment there is something powerful about that moment and I feel like whether it's like with young people or you know anybody in the city I feel like I do know a lot of people in this city because but 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 it's because like when you do when you create like a like video Mm -hmm. you know you you really get to know somebody uh it's the same the same way that you 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 probably know a lot of people because when you talk to people yeah on this uh, with with your show you're not you're really talking to them like you really Mm -hmm. like understand folks and it's the same thing with video so like you know, I feel like, yeah, I made, I made like a, a, a bunch of stuff. It might seem like it's kind of like a flash in the pan, but it's um, in that time of, of us making it, there was a real connection being had. And mm-hmm. so I, I feel like, yeah, I, I, I'm sure you could relate, both of you could relate to that. As we but continue I, with connections, is the true reward seeing their faces when you play back that video them oh, th- them saying that final price that's a true reward for you that's so funny yeah it actually is because like a lot of times you'll do work that's either like you don't get you're not always like the, the money's not always like what it's sh- what it should or could be for like mm-hmm. the, the the value of it and um so there's sacrifices that you make and of course seeing like the work seeing it travel and seeing how people respond to it is a big thing, is a huge thing for me. Like, so being able to see it travel, like on social, pe- seeing people's reactions to it, uh, seeing how people interact with it is like a whole, like almost like a whole half of half of it for me. It's a big, it, it is a big thing. Cause it's, cause it, 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 it's what fills you back up cause you right. so much gets depleted in the production of it like it's exhausting mentally it's like it's exhausting mentally physically and you need to like refill your cup somehow Mm. that's through that part unfortunately we almost come to a close with this program of behind the brand but just what we always do for every guest of the show um anything you got coming up um in the foreseeable future please tell our audience and any way to reach you social media wise. This is your time. Go right ahead. Uh, yes. And I think, you know, I'm, in the, like right now, I'm like, I work for like the narrative project. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I'm really proud of the work that, that, that goes on there. I still freelance, you know what I mean? And um, can't think of like anything, one thing that like I'm working on. There's always kind of like a, nu- a number of things kind of being processed in like in the moment and um really proud of the work that like i'm able to help with with wind down so on social media it's just my name in the like for me the brand is built off of relationships and that's why like my name is my brand so 
Dope. Yeah, so it's just Travis Yeah. <laughs> Travis, it's been really great having you here on the show. I appreciate you. Um, I'm pretty sure Easy really appreciates you here too with that with that awesome introduction you gave in the beginning. Um, I'd love to have you on again sometime in the foreseeable future because I just felt we only reached just a little bit of layers in this onion for you with your long career. And we appreciate you, man, here on WNHH LP 103.5 FM New Haven, behind the brand myself, Prestige, and Long Island raised Elm City made EZ Blues. Thank you, Travis. <laughs> Wondering what to write about, trying to figure out what it's all about. Excellentialist, am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know. Songs through the phone, dreaming of a better home. We while focused on trying to hone this craft, witchcraft. I hope the Bruhas let this last. Seconds, 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 seconds